Help Children podcast. I'm your host Callum Stevens. As always, a massive thank you to Derek Gray from Audio Bubbles, who's sitting in the background making sure that we're not saying anything we shouldn't be. I'm joined with my mum, Heather Stevens, CEO of the charity and also co-founder. Today's a special podcast. We're joined by Mr. Brian Kay from Caldervale High School. And we're going to talk to him about the partnership that we have with Caldervale, some of the pupils that we've worked with and the experiences he's seen from his side within school setting. And yeah, we'll see where the podcast takes us. So welcome everyone. Thank you. Thank you. So to start off with, could you just give us a broad outline of your role within Calderail and the kind of children that you interact with on a daily basis? No problem at all. Well, currently I'm one of the two principal teachers of the LCSC, which is the Language and Communication Support Centre at Calderdale High School and we deal predominantly with children on the autism spectrum. We also deal or work with pupils with a variety of language and communication difficulties and I basically manage the day-to-day runnings of the department. So I do that two days a week and the other three days a week I'm a key worker. So I've got a caseload of pupils who I support and I'm like a guidance teacher to them and I liaise closely with their families with any outside agencies that come in and work with people, so like Speech and Language Therapy, Enable Scotland. And I, I, I basically am that person for that pupil who they can come to any time who will fix problems, give them pretty good advice, I think, and to kind of keep them on track so that they make the most of their day. And I can also, also iron out any difficulties that they have throughout the course of the day. Um, and I, I act as a voice for them if they don't feel comfortable liaison with teachers. In the department currently, we've got 63 young people, um, which is huge. We've actually, dare I say, doubled in size in the past three years. So the job comes with a variety of challenges, but the young people who we work with are outstanding young people. And speaking for myself here, but I know I speak for my job share partner, Suzanne, they're almost like a family and we love them like they are our own children. The challenges that the young people face in the school are varied and what I would say is that no two people on the autism spectrum are the same. They are unique and that's sometimes a a common misconception. The young people's challenges can range from things like communicating, tongue-taking, accessing mainstream classes, regulating their emotions, organising themselves so that they know the materials that they need for the day. It could be navigating busy corridors. The the, the challenges are vast. I I literally deal with everything on a day-to-day basis. So what made you become involved with our charity, Ponies Help Children? About three years ago, I was asked if I would support some pupils at Ponies Help Children. Um, I had previously worked with Callum in high school, but I had no idea myself that this wonderful organisation was linked to one of our former pupils. So I found out about Pony Shelf Children through being asked to support um, a group of pupils coming out and it has been one of the the highlights of my professional career. It's been incredible to be quite honest with you and the difference that you make to young people's lives and continue to make to their lives even after they've left the, the blocks of sessions that they're in is absolutely remarkable. So I'm a, an enormous fan and, a, and an absolute advocate for everything that you do. 
Well, I love working with Calder Vale because you are so much on board with what we do. And from a personal point of view, we learn from yourselves. And we, we when we see something like the, the mindfulness books that we've just introduced, we always run it past yourselves first to sort of uh, pilot run it so that we get your input before we we run it out to everybody else. And that relationship really makes a difference for for us, for the development of Ponies Help Children and ultimately for the development of the young people. So it's to to have the relationship that we do have with Calder Vale means the world to us as as personally and as the charity. Absolutely. It's absolutely reciprocated. Absolutely. I've said before that it's it feels like coming out to your family. And for me, I don't think there's any higher praise that I could offer. And that's how we feel. And certainly when I know that I'm coming out and I'm coming out on Thursday this week, it's absolutely the highlight of the week. It's absolutely the highlight. So very much looking forward to coming out again. Thank you. Listening earlier on in your conversation, you spoke about the challenges that these young people face in day-to-day life and also what you see in your school time. And the children that come and utilise our services, what kind Mm -hmm. of changes have you seen in their development and managing of situations? Well, like, as I said before, every young person is different. But I've got one young person in mind who's actually attending the sessions currently. And that young, young man has found the transition to secondary school really quite difficult at times. And to maintain a full timetable is a challenge for any pupil, but especially for somebody in the autism spectrum who like, unexpected changes or meeting a variety of new people or trying to adapt to different learning environments, it can be really, really difficult. But since this young man has attended pony therapy with you, the difference in how he engages with people just in general, just in general, at small interactions, it's been an enormous difference in it. His confidence has grown without any shadow of a doubt, and he's now more willing than before to actually ask for help rather than putting his head down and plodding through and getting himself involved in situations that were maybe avoidable before. So I think certainly getting a chance to work with Basil has been a, an absolute have to say it, a life changer for him and it's been absolutely wonderful to see. That's just one pupil. I think we've had about 30 or so pupils coming through the door. Another young man who who is a little bit older and who really, really struggled, he struggled to, I would say, kind of keep his emotions in check in class and get involved in some kind of inappropriate behaviour. He maintained a full timetable from first year right through until third year but things started to unravel a wee bit for him and we put a referral in and he accepted the referral um, that young man the dare I say he worked with Misty is Misty White? Yes, yes Misty's White so he came and worked with Misty and that, the, the person who was helping him had gone away to get some of the grooming kit and I heard him say to Misty if there was ever a pony that could win a talent competition, it would be you. You're the number one pony, like that. And he then, that, he wasn't being overheard saying that. By I didn't mean to overhear him say that. I was actually trying to take a picture and I heard what he said and it was absolutely fabulous hearing it. 
And when the time came for him to to leave, he was absolutely broken hearted because he, for the first time, had built a really solid relationship with an adult that wasn't somebody in school, something completely unknown to him, and also with an enormous pony. And he built that relationship and he trusted it enough to have a conversation with it. And he trusted the person who was helping him to really spark conversations that weren't necessarily all about things that were his special interest. Yeah, that young boy that you're talking about, when when he was with Misty, we would think that he was quite distant from from our sort of point of view. He He didn't look as if he was if you like, head over heels. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. With, with, with the whole experience. there was quite, yep. From our point of view, there seemed to be quite a lot of distance. Mm-hmm. But we don't know these people out with our one hour that we get a week with them. Yeah. And then when, when the exit package was given to him and the reaction that he gave us, it was, mm-hmm. it was heartbreaking actually to, to see him break down in in a very positive way because he he used the for our listeners he broke down into unconsolable tears when he saw his pony his knitted pony misty and as we were we were quite we were very humbled that he he felt this much i suppose from our point of view we were very disappointed that we hadn't seen all that love whilst he was with the pony but then that would be that that love was there and he was using of it in, in his way. But what do you think about the the effects that the exit package has? Do you hear any feedback when they take them back to the school or when they take them back to their home? Do you hear anything about the exit pack? All the time, all the time. The young people, well, I've seen a number of photographs that the their, their knitted pony host pride of place. One people actually had their pony in school with them and would have it in their blazer pocket and would said, look, maybe not the most discreet place to have something like that. So it might be better to maybe keep it in your bag in that way that it wouldn't be lost. But the, the pupils' parents themselves absolutely love seeing it because they're getting the photograph of it and they're also getting the pony. And the pupils themselves, I think it gives them, I don't know, in some ways it's as if, the pony has kind of given them part of it to take home for them to remember. So they're an absolutely lovely idea. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they give pack. I'd like to also say as well that one thing that you do, which is remarkable, and it shows how much you know the pony as well, is one of the boys that came up really, really struggled with a variety of aspects of his time in school. And you put him with Foxy. Yes. Yeah, and he worked with Foxy and Heather, you came over one time and you said to me, just watch, watch this. And the the young man was just gently stroking the, what do you call it, the snout? Yeah, forehead, yeah. yeah. The forehead area of Foxy. And he himself, who really, really struggled to manage his own condition, was so calm, so gentle, so relaxed. I can, I can feel him mm-hmm. doing it just now. And he has since returned to visit off yes. his own back. like, And that in itself, the difference that you've made to that young man was there for all to see with him coming back to visit in his own time yeah. as well. 
that was a very special bond and for his mum to hear that he had made that connection she was in tears hearing that on the phone because that was her son who she worried about and possibly didn't really believe that he would ever make that kind of connection with anything or anybody and we, am I right was it Kirsty? Kirsty's the, the one Kirstie. that was working with him, yes. Mm-hmm. Right, and, and that he built up such a bond mm-hmm. with him as well. It, it's just great. So matching the ponies and the way that you do and the staff that you've got working with you who are all absolutely fantastic. They really are. So very nice, so very friendly and so compassionate and understanding of the pupils is it's, it's absolutely fabulous what's going on. Well, it really we, is. And In a previous podcast, we were discussing the referral process Uh and how important it is to to receive as much relevant information as we can. And Uh I do feel that Calder Vale is brilliant at giving us that. The only Mm -hmm. thing is that we we take the mickey out of Suzanne because every pupil (laughs) that you've got, well, let's say every boy that you've got is a lovely wee boy. And yeah, when, when, uh, when Kira, who used to work with us, Kira and I, went to Caldervale to see Suzanne many years ago. She, every boy that she was mentioning, he's a lovely wee boy. And so <laughs> when, I, when I meet up with Kira, when I mention Caldervale, she'll always say, oh, the lovely wee boy. <laughs> so yeah, but the, the the fact of the referral form, the information that is given on it allows us to match the, the right pony. And there's always something in the referral that says that's a foxy client or that's Absolutely. a bumble client. And for the young boy you're talking about, foxy is, she, she can be a challenge, but uh-huh. she is stunningly gorgeous in her, just her aura. She looks after everybody. She takes her job responsibly. She's She cares deeply. And her and that young boy, they move mountains. They, mm-hmm. they Absolutely. were... Absolutely, oh yeah. They were, and, and Foxy's new to this whole uh, sessions because she struggled so much mm-hmm. in her own life, if you like, due to what happened to her previously. So mm-hmm. she struggled to do sessions and that young boy we're talking about, he would have been Kirsty's second client with with yourselves because she had another boy, the first one mm-hmm. that she came from, from Calder Vale and then this one. So Kirsty was learning about Foxy and your young boy and when they came back as a family just before Christmas, mum was blown over with his reaction to Foxy. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're oh, everybody's getting ready for Christmas, you know, everybody's got their own anxieties and we, we welcomed them in. And mum broke down and we mm-hmm. we had to support mum while she watched her son do what her son is very capable of doing, but it's hidden. Um Absolutely. And Absolutely. it's that is is that's what makes your day just like what we were talking off air about the moments in, in our day that change mm-hmm. the direction uh-huh. of our, Completely our thought. Mm-hmm. They do. Completely. Yep. One of the girls that we've actually referred again, and, and she's currently working with you, she likes to be known as a bit of a rule breaker. And when we had spoken before about Foxy being a wee bit of a rule breaker at times as well, she absolutely adored the fact 
that that pony had a similar kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I absolutely loved it. Mm-hmm. And I need to say this too, I've actually got a queue of young people, not right now, but earlier on in the day, asking me, see when the the next names of pupils have been put forward, can you think about me, please? <laughs> <laughs> and again, that comes from the, the other pupils who have been participants sharing how much they've enjoyed and 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 detailing what they got from the therapy. So often the best recommendations come from the young people themselves and it's really nice to hear. And that's young people that don't talk about emotions, don't Pet. talk about what Are achievements we? they've made because they don't see it as achievements. And for them to talk with other pupils in school about the positivity, that's is mind-blowing. It really is. And that's why... These, these conversations with yourselves makes the difference and opens us up to what how we can develop these things and how we can move forward and also hold on to what works. Could you tell me a little bit about, you have mentioned the, the young boy, but he was going to get another block of sessions because of That's... his his progress he had made. And then mm-hmm. if you can tell our listeners why he didn't come into the next block? Well, we had we had made the offer again to see if he would like to take part, but he sent, he had basically, he sent that chapter of my book is now closed. He said, I've learned an awful lot. He says, and it's now time for me to use all those skills. And that's exactly what he's doing. So we fully expected him to, to be right back, but he, accepted that no it's now somebody else's turn to get the benefit from from what I was able to get and that's that's pretty much why he's decided not to to take up the opportunity to come again not saying that he won't come back at the moment he felt that what he had learned and what he had gained um was absolutely perfect for him and it was for somebody else now to go in to get a chance to come along that's truly fantastic to hear about those kind of mature life skills that that pupils developed Absolutely. through here. Yeah, it really is. And he's a young man that will forever have difficulties and forever have challenges. And, you know, what we do here and what you do at, at your outstanding facility is you equip pupils with strategies and ways of dealing with things and you give them a wee chance to talk whilst doing an activity and share some of their worries and, and some of their problems with somebody else. Do you know, and who knows? Ah. I think you'll be back. 100%. <laughs> I think you'll be back. Talking about those additional tools that we're giving them for later in life, we also mm-hmm. utilise the Dynamic Youth Award with our yeah. pupils at Caldervale. Could you explain to me about the benefits that you've seen that and how these pupils can get that sense of achievement out of what they do get here, yeah. additional to what they normally get? Uh-huh. Well, You'll, you'll be well aware that secondary schools and high schools are all about academic attainment, right? How many hires or how many national fives or whatever. But sometimes for young people, an achievement like a hire, for example, is something that they might never walk away with, right? And certainly for some of the young people that we work with here, sometimes attending classes is an achievement for them. So we try and separate academic attainment with actual achievement itself, because the two are, are, are very, very different things. So this is 
probably probably the hardest question to answer. So the young people certainly that we are working with, like what might develop in a different way to a neurotypical person, right? And sometimes socially they might experience some real challenges and they'll set maybe some small targets that they'll work to, right? So individualized personalized targets. Um, and it might be that I will um, I will try to talk more to the person who's working with me and they will they will try their best to do that and we'll take a photographic record of their work. And we set aside time, we've actually set aside more time now, but right after the sessions themselves to come along and they'll work with one of our staff and they'll, they'll write up notes about what they've been able to do. We've actually set aside some time on a Tuesday, maybe a Monday or a Tuesday as well, to give that wee bit more time. But seeing the emotional growth, seeing the social growth of these young people and getting it as an award, a qualification, that's success, right? And one thing success gives is the desire to achieve it again, right? And I think that that's so important. So we're bringing S1 pupils to you. They're going to walk away with a qualification. That's a badge of honour. That's them already saying, look at what I've done. Yep. If I can do this, what else can I do? Right? It sets the ball rolling for them to move on. And they, when they get that certificate through, I mean, it was an absolute pleasure, Heather, when you came out and presented <laughs> those certificates, especially during a time of COVID when it was all negative, negative. Mm-hmm. Can't do this, can't do that. And coming out and actually doing something so special and handing that over. That was a record of something that that young person had done that they'd managed to achieve when a lot thought that they might never achieve anything at all at secondary school. So I think for me, getting that success early has been massive, absolutely massive. The whole idea of the um, Dynamic Awards and High Five was to help the young people transition from their session back into school now more so for primary school pupils because they've came and they're quite relaxed when they leave and when they go back it's perhaps it's playtime or or whatever and they escalate very badly Mm -hmm. so the whole idea was to try and encourage a little bit more of phc when they went back to to school but what you have developed it in, so their one hour that they're getting from being at PHC is now transpired into three or four hours of of actual work or or actual discussing the benefits. And that is, that's just fantastic because Uh that was, that was one of our issues that only an hour with the pony, but the one hour a week of impact or what that one hour of a week meant uh, in the, the lines of em- impact is phenomenal. And you are really encouraging that. And if and they can right. if they can think about their pony on a Monday after they've had the weekend and it can set them up, you, your school doesn't come till a Thursday. Mm-hmm. So you have, you've spread out that one hour of PHC throughout your whole week. And I think that's just brilliant. And maybe that's something that we should take back to other schools. Very much so. We very much enjoy being able to do this. And what I will say as well, and something that I had not not considered once, so when the pupils are back and they're working, so it's usually three, four pupils that will come along and they'll come back and do that period four session. Sometimes if one of the pupils forget something 
one of the others will say, do you remember that you did this? Or mm-hmm. So it's actually encouraged relationship building between the pupils who come along too. And we don't pick the pupils to go with our friends, right? We're, we're, we're pu- picking them or selecting them on a purely individual basis and based on identified needs. But so sometimes, and then sometimes these pupils might not ever be friends with each other, but it's certainly given them an opportunity to work together mm-hmm. and work with people that they might not necessarily have ever worked with in the past. So bringing that in as well and getting young people on the autism spectrum who often find group work difficult, they're not necessarily working in a group, but they're working together in a room on the same topic and they're able to help each other which I think is absolutely remarkable. It is, and we were discussing that earlier about how initially it's about just the team. So it's Team Foxy, Team yep. Bumble, but then we open it up to look at other the other teams and that you need to slow down to, to wait for this other team or you need to quicken your pony up so we're all doing mm-hmm. things together. And so that was that's from our point of view, that's what we're trying to do, but it obviously works because that's what you're talking about within the classroom and very much does mm-hmm, in the school environment. Superb. I think unless you've got anything else to add, I think we can start to wrap that up. I, I could quite happily talk to you all day. I'm loving this. It's it's been an absolute pleasure to be part of this. I'm so thankful for the opportunity and I hope I've 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 done you proud because what you do is absolutely incredible and it's something that being part of is an, a, a privilege. Of, I know. I hope you know that that comes from the heart. It's a privilege and we really love working with you. We really, really do. And as I said, it's testament to what you do that there's a few pupils asking to come along. So it's, it's never really very difficult when it comes to who's coming next because there's already people knocking the door down to, to be part of it. I just want to say from my point of view, thank you so much. And yes, we know how much you are at one with us. And we are so, we are so grateful for the support that you give us, as well as the support that we give you. And as always, together with other agencies, we can make a difference to these young people. Certainly do. Excellent. Thank you very much for your time today. We may squeeze you in at another point in the podcast to get you back on for another half hour of fame. I'm sure you would be up for that. Thank you to everyone listening. As always, like and subscribe. Please do come back for more. Have a good week, everyone.